Will it get better or worse? No, it's going to get way worse. <laughs> so you'd have to see who spit the furthest or threw a rock the furthest. And I have this dream of taking a two liter of Mountain Dew <laughs> to a L.A. dinner party. <laughs> Welcome to the Dry Bar Comedy Podcast. As usual, it's Taylor Nielsen. And it's me, Jordan Macon. Happy to be back at it with you, Taylor. Back at it. It's, it's wintertime. The snows have fallen. How are you feeling? You about start that? thinking about those who matter most to you. You do. That's good. Yep. And spend time with those who matter less. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, I, Taylor. I'm just keeping you from your loved ones. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> well, you'll be excited about who we're going to be hanging out with today. I, I am. <laughs> Not like they're in the room right now. <laughs> but let's uh, jump to a clip and then uh, see who our guest is going to be. Let's do it. I'm not a political guy. I don't. I can't get in. It's just exhausting to me. It seems like just ugh. But I have picked up on this. I live in California. If you're a Republican in California, you better keep that to yourself. <laughs> Ooh wee! They hate Republicans. They don't hate anything more than Republicans in California. Republicans. They're not even real people. They're like these mythical creatures that hide in the bushes. Now snatch up your kids and force them to get a job. From the clip, and you know I'm from a special on Dry Bar called Who? It's Brandon Vestal. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. We are uh, so excited to talk to you today. Yeah. I don't know why I'd put a positive, but I'm very excited to talk to you today. And uh, have you in, lucky to have you in town. Yeah, I'm good to be here. I love Utah. I've grown to love Utah. After yeah. the dry bar thing, I started doing more gigs here because I just never came to Utah because I, you know, hear things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I didn't know. But it's great. Yeah. Had you never things were wrong. Had you never performed in Utah before? No. Uh-uh. Dry, dry bar was the first mm-hmm. Utah performance. Mm-hmm. I got booked years ago before I was even a headliner and some guy asked me to headline I don't, I, I don't think I don't even remember the name of the place and he uh he said this was when I first started when I first moved to LA he said can you do you can do an hour clean right I was like yeah <laughs> and I thought about it for a few weeks and I was like oh no <laughs> so I had to call him back like I can't do this <laughs> so I was booked to come to Utah but the close the club closed before that so we're good <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Wait, maybe you canceling was the reason it closed. Maybe yeah, I was, was the last one. I was going to bring in the last <laughs> money to pay the bills. They just kept having that problem. No one could do that much clean material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially when you're two years in. Like, nah. How did they hear about you two years in? I, no, I, I, that's a good question. I sent a bunch of DVDs. Oh, wow. to, like stuff in envelopes. Uh-huh. And just, Blindly sending DVDs, and that was one of the ones that responded. <laughs> that's that's amazing. So I'll tell you that right there. If that worked, <laughs> start. Well, it's not close. Oh, that's great. I just realized this mic is falling, <laughs> falling rapidly. <laughs> Taylor, crisis over the ship. crisis averted. <laughs> there we go. Thank goodness. So you, so you hadn't been to Utah. So dry, filming your driver was your first time mm-hmm. here. How did you uh, connect with Dry Bar and? And find your way to the you know, My manager stage. did. She called me, asked me if I wanted to do it. I said, yeah. And then two years went by. 
<laughs> and then yeah a month before you called said i actually don't have the clean yeah, yeah I got <laughs> the weekend before. i had it by then i had it by then because yeah you have um your special is something like it's almost is it an hour or is it 50 minutes 40 i did i 40? was i'd lucked out i was one of the last ones to do 40 yeah as right. i understand it mm-hmm. yeah and it was one of the i tell people all the time it's both shit both shows were in my are still in my top five best really? shows I've ever, as far as crowd reaction. I had to, I don't know if you know, you can probably, if you looked at it, there's times where I'm biting my lip because I don't want to smile at my own joke, but I'm just <laughs> like, this is doing way too well. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good problem to have. Best yeah. case scenario. It's a good yeah. feeling when often. you're like, this is a setup and I'm getting Yeah, lost. like this is, a, <laughs> this is a prank show. <laughs> That's, That's great. Cool. Well, you, um, sometimes people confuse because you're from Oklahoma originally. Mm-hmm. People will confuse the Midwest and the West. Like I've had people. Say, have you ever had that? Like I say, I'm from Utah, and someone says, "Oh, you know, like the Midwest," and it's not really the same. I was in upstate New York, and I said I'm from Utah, and he went, "Ah, the Flatlands." <laughs> I'm like, we're known for the right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of the opposite, but that's cool. I was about to say I've been to all of Utah, but. That doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, most places. That's where I'm fit. from. <laughs> we kind of have an identity crisis in Oklahoma. Well, we don't, but people don't know what to. We don't know if we're south or the plains. So we you, don't have really have a. No one claims us. What would, would if you if you said what would it more closely resemble? We don't know either. It's like a <laughs> yeah melting pot uh, of the two. Yeah. Kinda. Indian territory. <laughs> <laughs> Texas claims the south, and you're right there. Yeah. But you know. I don't care. Texas claims a lot of things. Though. Yeah, <laughs> they just take it all. As someone from Oklahoma, do you do you have negative feelings towards Texas? I do against the Texas Longhorns. <laughs> <laughs> There's a two mile two mile square part of Austin that I do not care for. But I have good times the rest of Texas. Are they going to play each other? Is that the big Where no? Play? We played in October. And but Oklahoma them. State's going to be in the championship. Yeah. You're not just Oklahoma State stupid. fan. Yeah, football's dumb. <laughs> Sorry to bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm not a football guy, and I get lost in every conversation. <laughs> That's good. Football. I wish I was a, a, a football, at least a college football guy. Sports I care fandom. Too much. Here's what I think about sports fandom: is that it hurts. The, the losses hurt more than the goods. Yeah. The wins feel good easily, easily, like so much more. I have so much irrational thought about it throughout <laughs> the year too, and it's like it really ruined my week that these. 18, 19-year-old <laughs> kids that are partying half the time aren't completing passes the way I want them to. And then, I, I don't know. It's so st- I think about it all the time. I try to check out, but yeah, I don't know. That's it's stupid. Well, I'm finally aging to the point, because I'm an NBA fan, too, and I'm to the point where there's very few players that are older than me in the league now. That's a weird time of your life. I don't like that. Like, only LeBron and KD are the two that are, like, yeah. a little older than me. I, when coaches are younger than you, that's that's your next level. Of, uh, <laughs> like, oh my god! What well, the happened? Utah Jazz coach is like thirty. He's he's one year older than me. How old is he? He's thirty five. Thirty six. Oh yeah, LeBron's older than the coach of the Utah Jazz now. That's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> this is a wow. sports talk podcast, by the way, Ray Taylor. <laughs> Just let me know if I'm needed. <laughs> Do you feel like going back to the um, your uh, the college football having this inordinate? hold on your mental well-being you feel like those those college students need to have a better grasp on what their like performance actually does to the fans like if they showed a reel of all these people being like 
this will ruin my week, guys, if you don't win Well, they're getting this. paid now, so they don't care. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think they would see how pathetic it is, really. It's probably how they feel about it, because they lose. They're like, all right, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to go have a drink, party with my friends. And, and, yeah. and I'm like yelling at my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what happened? That is a funny thing. And I married a, a K-State alum, and they've ruined more Oklahoma seasons in the last 20 years, the whole time we've been together. Whoa. And it's her school that just keeps ruining <laughs> Just ruining the year. It's true. It's her fault. Love conquers all, then. It's yeah, amazing we, you're even together. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> my wife, so I'm a big Utah jazz fan, and I, my wife became a jazz fan because of being around me. But a couple of years ago, the jazz had a, their best run since like the Stockton yeah. Malone years, where we were the number one seed, and then we blew it in the second round of the Clippers. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan, look at you yeah, coming around, you know. And they it's gone now though. Yeah, <laughs> no, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> we need to teach you the new names. Where's he at now? Uh, he's in Cleveland right now, but he probably won't stay there very long. But anyway, we uh, the second round we lost in six games, and I we watched at my parents' house, and I was so devastated. And we got home, and I was still sad. And my wife was like, "Are you serious? Yeah. Like you're still sad about yeah. this?" And I'm like, I know "Do you they... understand how much pain I've gone yeah. through? And this was the only season I've had hope in so long." And <laughs> I'm trying it's to. So uh, silly. I have an eight year old son. And he hasn't completely. He's like he's into sports, but he's more into it for the for the gear. <laughs> like he likes the shirts and, yeah. and the equipment. And I I I, not, I try not to let him watch watch me watch a game. Or if I if he is in the room, I try not to act like a complete psychopath. Yeah. Then I'm going to pass it on to him. But <laughs> it's going to happen. It's yeah. in him. <laughs> I've had I've sent many apology texts to friends after watching games together, being like, "I'm really sorry how I acted." Yeah, the refs <laughs> yeah. the refs were really bad, but I probably should. Have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the more you yeah. text about it, the more angry you get. You do exactly. You do. Same yeah. Level. I send out really embarrassing. I yell tweets. at the coaches that obviously know <laughs> everything more than me yeah. about the sport. <laughs> like, it's sad. I was, I, this is another thing I was talking about with my wife. It'd be funny because we were talking about fans that think they know more. We were, we're at a game here and people talk behind us, which I've been that fan too. But we were saying they should just let fans coach one game just to show them how bad That's they are idea. at coaching. Be like, just send them out. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know better? All right. You call the plays. <laughs> Let's go. Players, well, listen to this guy. Like a walk on coach kind yeah. of competition. That would yeah. be. <laughs> to teach them Everyone a lesson. Does a though. quarter. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun of. Uh, a guy like me trying to give a pep talk to five-star athletes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you say? I don't know. Like Republicans in California, guys. <laughs> I do that. I just break out into material. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which uh, would be impossible. Have you performed for a college recently? Um, it's been a little bit since it's I've done bizarre. one. It's bizarre. I did... I'm I'm kind of aged out of it, but I'll do like two a year, and it's just the most awkward thing. What's what's because awkward about it? Children, and I don't know what to talk to them about. <laughs> and I'm just I don't even know how I got the gig. I'm like I don't even know why I'm here. Like, we don't either. <laughs> we didn't know there was a show. Yeah. We just came to the. <laughs> we're trying to study. What are you doing in here? <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's I, the same I, thing. Trying to I, so no, I wouldn't be able to talk to them. <laughs> You just tell them how mad their athletes make you. Yeah. Do any of you know this? You should perform at Oklahoma and ask. Oh, if yeah. it, does anybody know the quarterback? To see through the <laughs> terrible pass. <laughs> just really, really go after him. What's your team like? Maybe I'll just like liking your team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
shopping for a new team. That's great. So your son does he he pick teams based on what jersey he likes the best, or he just he, he uh, well he's picking LA teams. Okay, which is fine. Except USC, he I would tell him you cannot like USC. I will leave you out in the, in the elements if you come home with a USC anything. So he likes UCLA and the Lakers and the, all that stuff. Oh, okay, which is fine. That's where he's growing well, up. What a good son to listen to you and not be a USC fan. He'll do it he'll, he'll, <laughs> once it figures coming. out that it really bothers me and I'm not just joking around. He'll do it. He'll do it. We're well on our way to that. That's funny. So how is that? Because you talk about it in your special um, Republicans in California, but how has it been adapting? I mean, how long have you lived in LA now? Twenty years. Twenty years. How does how does the LA lifestyle differ from your upbringing? Oh, I grew up in a small town of like twenty thousand, so it's everything. It's <laughs> different. I mean, I. Uh, I'd lived in L.A. for like five years, and I came back to my hometown and had a dentist appointment with my original dentist. And I woke up late at my dad's house. I was like, oh, my God, I got to go. It's all the way across town. And it it took me three minutes and 27 seconds to get across (laughs) the whole town. Mm. I was like an hour early to my – just had to – just being able to go somewhere quickly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I watched your special just – before this and you have a lot of animosity towards traffic and pedestrians i noticed i still hate pedestrians <laughs> i hate slow walkers it's the thing i just was on a cruise recently and then i was in vegas and it's just the slow walkers enough already just go just get to where you're gonna go don't obviously the world's coming to an end soon as you can see with everything going on in the world don't you want to go enjoy <laughs> wherever you're going just go they're slow slow you just flew it because I assume you did you fly into Salt Lake mm-hmm. for this. I've heard many people. I'm from here, so I don't notice it, but I've heard many people say that the Salt Lake City Airport, that Utah people walk especially slow, and that they will often stop in weird spots. That that's the other traffic. thing is people that just stop, that's just not Salt Lake City. That's okay, it's not just it's not just people. Us. I don't know if it's long COVID. I don't know what it is, <laughs> <laughs> but it's really bothering me and. Uh, yeah, just to stop in the middle to plan the rest of your day. Just stop on the in the walkway. You see all these people walking. Yeah, yeah. This is a major walkway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting more irritated. To me, it's a selfish, narcissistic act to be walking and then not check behind you just and just stop. stop. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, who <laughs> it do you blows think? my mind. Who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, and it's and the parking spots. I'm just getting irritated more the older I get. <laughs> We're supposed to go the really digging into it with our questions, by the way. It's supposed to get better, isn't it? When you, but just, uh. Yeah. This, this time of year, get out of the parking spot, man. You've been yeah. there enough. <laughs> You've had your time in the spot. Yeah. You don't have to check your phone. That old, you don't yeah. have to just get out of the spot. Always wondering what people are doing. It's like your it's life. It's the phone. It's always to the phone because you can see them. <laughs> just. Yeah. If you're in there longer, this is my, I've been working on this for legislation. (laughs) If it's around Christmas time or something like that, you know people are trying to get the spot. If it takes longer than 30 seconds for you to back out of the spot, I think I should be able to pull you out of your car (laughs) and hit you with my feet. (laughs) And take everything you bought for your family and give it to my family. (laughs) I think it's fair. I'd vote for mine. I'd vote for it. This drives me crazy. You know, in that same lane is how people drive with their shopping carts around the store. You ever have someone cut you off 
driving a shopping cart or stopping in the middle of the I aisle. I like that you're calling it driving and not pushing a shopping <laughs> <Yeah>. cart. <laughs> it's like Salt Lake's ahead of the, t- <laughs> the driving shopping cart. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> but it really is. Vroom, vroom. It's exactly like a, a smaller scale of driving. I mean, the more the more crowded, when you go to a more crowded place, I feel like I realize this is just driving without cars. People will stop. People won't pay attention. That's I probably run into people you. grocery stores. If I leave my cart at the end of the aisle, and I just run into the aisle to get what I want and come back to my cart. Because people getting into the cart, yeah. there, it's, it's the same thing as traffic, like you said. And I think I'd that's rather a good just, move, though. I think people would I'd rather just that. not be angry at people so i just leave my cart <laughs> yeah Damn. anybody shopped in the uh, metaverse <laughs> it's a metaverse plug uh have you have you seen the can you the, go shopping in the metaverse now yeah walmart well they have walmart in the metaverse in vr and you literally walk down aisles grabbing items off shelves like this and of course it's impossible to hold on to an item because you're using joysticks, and it's like ridiculous. <laughs> it's fake. <laughs> it's not a real. And idol. you have to literally put them into your shopping cart. Um, it's worse than actual shopping. Yeah, I was about to say that's. <laughs> and they send it to you. I take it. Then they yeah. Then they deliver it to you. But it's like because you know the people that are so shopping you get online. All the saying, annoying parts yeah. of going at home. Oh, man, if I buy online, I can't. I can't have the shopping experience. Of <laughs> yeah. Walk, <laughs> walk, around, walk around an aisle. That's insane. Yeah, Are the physics weird. can like let's say there's two shopping carts coming at each other, can they go through each other, or is that programmed in? That there's you have not actually other avatars. I was about to say, you get it to yourself, your own. Private oh, so maybe Walmart. that is nice. Maybe that is kind of a fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So you can do it with no pants. <laughs> Everybody's <can>. Walmart fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Some people and, and live some that some fantasy. I've seen some yeah, yeah, reality. Seen it for sure. yeah. <laughs> so you grew up in Oklahoma, then? Is that mm-hmm. the small town you grew up in? Mm-hmm. Did you start comedy in Oklahoma? Yeah, I did it for about six months. And then moved to LA. What made you uh, get into it? Were you a big comedy fan? Yeah, or? since I was like, since I was about seven, oh, eight wow. years old. Mm-hmm. Who were you I listening wanted, to? At I was seven? watching Evening at the Improv. Oh, nice. I would, my big thing was whatever night it came on, Friday or Saturday night, I would stay up. It felt like I was staying up all night, but I'm guessing it was like 11 o'clock or something. I don't know. And I'd watch that and I'd perform my favorite jokes for my parents the next day. How did, how, how so you I started as a hack. <laughs> straight up hack. You were a joke thief before yep. you were a comedian. <laughs> mm-hmm. I came at it the other way. Was, yeah. That's and that's what I always wanted. But I didn't tell any of my friends. My parents kind of forgot about that. And I didn't really tell many people because I was kind of shy, off stage, quiet. And uh, so I kind of snuck away when I was in college and finally tried it. My, all my friends were going to some party. And I snuck away. And did the open mic at the <laughs> local club. And then there was someone, I, randomly, someone I went to high school with in the crowd. And so it just, everyone knew the next day that I was doing it. And they were like, you? You don't talk. <laughs> How's that going to work? How close was that club to the, your hometown? It's like, to, I was in Oklahoma City was where the club was. And I'm from a town called Altus. It's about two hours away. Wow. In the southwest corner of Oklahoma. Real nice land. <laughs> Real nice tumbleweeds, <laughs> hard dirt. <laughs> pump jacks? Are there pump jacks in that part of Oklahoma? What's that? Like know. in West Texas, like the things that get oil out of the ground, the pump oh, jacks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Is that the right word? Everywhere. I think we had one at our <laughs> high school. 
Oh, really? <laughs> in the back. <laughs> I think so. I remember right in the middle of the football field. There's like a park right there, like a city park, and I think it had one. The kids are using it as a seesaw. Right. <laughs> dad's making so much money. <laughs> Did your first time go well? Like, was it, or was it Yeah, that was the problem. First time went well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I knew I was going to be good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I've been, this was my, I was going to be, and then. I ate it for about the next eight years <laughs> and figured it out. <laughs> but you moved to L.A. six months after that, huh? Yeah, six months, eight months, something like that. It That's pretty fast. Luckily, I was like one of the only people in Oklahoma City at the time that really wanted to do it as a job and to really pursue it. So in that six months, I've got a ton of stage time. So that mm. helped, Yeah, obviously. And I thought I would have had a good solid 15 minutes. And then you get out there and you're like, Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Was part of that um, Oklahoma humor not working in L.A.? Or was it mostly just just being green? Yeah. No stage presence. No, just bad. (laughs) (laughs) Bad, You know, you just knew bad. Yeah. Do you remember you? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Then you get to L.A. and you try to build a real act three minutes at a time. And some of the worst shows imaginable. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure you've all been there. So it's tough. It takes a while. <laughs> Performing for other comics. Is Performing for mainly other comics and yeah. really Enjoy. angry regulars at the bar that didn't know there was going to be a stand-up show. Yep. Yeah. And I've you turn shows. the Dodgers game off or the Lakers yeah. game off. Like, oh, my God. And this is like 2004 when the Lakers were dominating. So, oh. Yeah, I was going to say, the one of the few times I performed in L.A., actually, it was at a place where the Warriors were playing. I know Warriors aren't in L.A., but it was a Warriors playoff game, and they – turned off all the TVs, mm-hmm. and there was an audible groan. Yeah. And then, hey, we're about to start a comedy oh, show, hey, everybody. And it's way more, it seems like the audiences are way more against you, obviously, in that kind of setting. So it's like <laughs> very adversarial. <laughs> yeah. like, now I have to win you over with these jokes that you don't want to see. It's yeah. brutal. Brutal. Oh, yeah. A lot like a college show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this college shows, like you said, a lot of times it's just... Students show up to a thing. They yeah. don't even know what it is. Yeah. Mainly freshmen just looking for something to do. Do you remember your first joke that you ever It was performed? something about the politics of shotgun. I've tried to remember it a few times. It was three minutes. That's all you got. It was all about <laughs> sitting shotgun and the politics of who gets to sit shotgun. Oh, that's I was fresh out of college, so it was like... Yeah. And I can't remember, but it went well for some reason. It never went well again. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Uh, but the same set jokes. Yeah. I guess the first crowd was just nice. It's a good old nice For crowd. me growing up with shotgun, my brothers and I to get shotgun, we always say shotgun no spits, no rocks. Did anybody say that? No. No. Which I think it meant if somebody says yes, spits and rocks, you'd have to see who spit the furthest or threw a rock the furthest to get shotgun. Wow. Where are you from? <laughs> from here in Utah. So no spits. <laughs> Maybe that's very that's new to me. Never heard of this. No. What, was that a thing where you try to claim shotgun? Oh yeah, it was, that, that was always what the fight was about—the rules of when do you claim it, and that's what the like. But yeah, you claim no, it when you're getting out of the car, or first one going when you're decide when you're going back to the car. Yeah, well, it never was decided. It never was to, decided. I think you have to. I'm, for me, if we're just going to come up with politics of this right now, I think you have to be able to see the car. Once mm. you see the car, you can call shotgun. Okay, but not not on the way. It has to be on the way to the car. That'd be my rule. I can't even remember at this point where, where I stood. Don't get too addicted to your political thoughts because 20 years from now, you won't even remember them. 
because we had many, many fights about it. I think I was, uh, when the door opened, when you, the car stops and the door opens, but that just led to a lot of... So you're, you're already calling yeah. shotgun on the way, yeah. on the return yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know I, how it goes these days. I really thought, that's one of those weird, I really thought the no spits, no rocks thing was a very common thing, and now I'm realizing, I'd never, I've never No, I'm pretty sure you completely made that up anyone, right now. And it might have just been my weird family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No spits, no you're rocks. You're going to go home, call around, did you know that? We're the only ones spitting and throwing rocks. <laughs> we got to find out if that is a thing. Uh, we never actually Utah thing or what? Yeah, did yeah. it ever actually get to the no? Because we'd always the, the, the phrasing was no spits, no rocks. Like we'd say okay. it every time. Is so? Where are you in the lineup? Are you? I'm fourth of five kids. Okay, so you they had already established the rules before. Yeah, you... I didn't come up with this myself, <laughs> and I'm not one to try and spit further than someone. So. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Never was much of a spitter. <laughs> I could throw a rock. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but when you're the younger sibling, you're never going to throw it as far at that point. Right? Uh, my older siblings are weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We never did it. That's... I'm going to, after the show, I'm really going to be Googling if people say that in other places. <laughs> me, me too. I'm just going to be spitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that to just, settle just, any gotta, kind of argument yeah. in my life. You got a strange person <laughs> spitting everywhere. <laughs> Well, there were no rocks around, so I don't know how else I was supposed to <laughs> get the shotgun seat. I feel like shotgun maybe isn't as big a deal anymore because sit, people sitting in the back, they have their phones to yeah. entertain them. Yeah. They're not really as concerned uh, with true. being up front. Yeah. It's usually a more comfortable seat, I would and say. And you take a lot of Ubers and Lyfts, probably. Mm-hmm. You sit in the back of those, unless you're one of those psychopaths that sit in the front seat. <laughs> you do that? My yeah, next yeah, Uber, yeah. I'm going to open the front door. Shotgun, no spits, no rocks. That's funny. I hate when uh, there's three or there's more than two people in the Uber that you're with, so someone does have to sit in the front. That's a whole nother. That's the new shotgun. Oh, yeah. it's like who reverse to, shotgun. Who has to, yeah, who's stuck with sitting. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uber drivers are wild. I had a, there was this one time my wife and I were being driven around, and this Uber driver, she was just telling us all sorts of stories. And then she goes, yeah, it got so crazy. One time I had to pull out my taser, and she put a taser in her face and, like, did zzz, zzz, and like the sparks flew at us. And we're like, that's <laughs> the, crazy. Please put Uber that away. Uber driver while she's driving. And she was telling a story, like, I had to pull out this taser and zap him, and she's zapping <laughs> it in front of our faces. And we're like, please, <laughs> we understand sweet. the story. Please drop us off now. That's amazing. Wow. Just a little warning. Some shots over the bow, just to let, let you know. You, she has a taser; she will use it yeah. if to, if you get out of hand. We were friendly enough. I don't think we were threatening. But. In LA, they get pretty quick. It's very stereotypical. They get pretty into their resume pretty fast. Oh, really? Like about uh, they got TV a, you credits? Get, they yeah, have. they got a YouTube clip that's really really doing good, man. It's doing good. Oh man. <laughs> You, who, what do you run into a lot? Like actors, content creators. Now is the problem is now is they're just literally filming everywhere on the corners, mm-hmm. every landmark. Yeah, <laughs> the gym, the gym is getting out of hand. People <laughs> filming, filming themselves. I watched a lady the other day. She, I watched her try to set up. I did like three exercises, and she was still setting up her phone. <laughs> and she did, and then she started doing some crunches when she got the angle she wanted. And I counted; she did eight crunches. 
stopped, went and set up somewhere else to do another exercise. Man. It's like, wow, you just set up for about 15 minutes to do eight crunches and then walk over and set up another shot. Uh, I wow. kind of like that way. I come home and say, babe, I spent three hours in <laughs> yeah. the gym today. I really. got proof, too. I can show you. content. Like, how are you getting bigger? <laughs> in the wrong ways. How do you feel uh, Do you when you're in an Uber – do you tell the driver that you're a comedian? No. <laughs> no, I don't tell anybody I'm a comedian. Ever. It's always a bad I, When choice. someone asks you what you do, I'm like, oh, no. Do you have a go-to lie that you say? Insurance. Really? Because <laughs> it's like no one's going to ask to elaborate on that. Okay, <laughs> okay later. I say insurance. Yeah. That's really That's funny. Great. That's a good answer. Yeah. So it's not a follow-up question Mm-mm. type of answer. No one's that interested in insurance. <laughs> yeah. oh, what type? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you get into it? You know? I've been looking to get into home and auto. <laughs> no one in my family's ever done both. <laughs> they don't ask you if you've heard of other insurance salesmen that they're yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite. It's like, have you heard, do you know Jim Gaffigan? Like, yes, yeah, so everyone knows Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. I, uh. There's that episode of Louie where he gets in the cab and the guy finds out he's a comedian. And the comedian, I mean, the cab driver starts telling all these crazy stories about when he drove other comedians around. And Louie's just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, right, well, I just kind of sit here. That's me. That's what I do. I just sit there. That's why earbuds are the best. You just put them in. And yeah. People know. Don't. Some, most people know. Yeah. Some, some totally some bypass care. that. Some, yeah. Yeah, they manage to get your attention even when you're trying to avoid it. Yeah. How do they do that? Looking at you. Does anybody, if you have your earbuds in, does anybody ever kind of wave? Mm-hmm. Take those off. Take those off just to say something. <laughs> it is interesting because you so you, would you consider yourself an introvert then mm-hmm. in general? Because I don't think there's a ton. I mean, there's definitely comedians who are like quieter off stage. Do you feel like there's other I'm comedians? more of an observer, kind of creepy. When you think about it, I always explain it when, I, when it comes out of my mouth. But I like to just kind of watch. It's why I've, become, I've lo- come to love working in Vegas because during the day, I just call it joke hunting. Or after my shows, I'll just go pick a casino and I'll just walk around for a while yeah. and watch people. Yeah. And it's super creepy when I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a lot of jokes huh? that way. So <laughs> what are you yeah, going to do? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. work. It's research. <laughs> what do you do when someone calls you on it? You're like, why are you watching me? Because it's like... I sell insurance. <laughs> yeah, I sell insurance. <laughs> and then I walk away. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> the uh, conservatives or Republicans in L.A. bits. Um, have you had anybody reach out to you? Who's appreciated you speaking up for that group, mm-hmm. or yeah, is I've it had, they I've, don't want I've, attention drawn to them? I've come. It's, I love looking at the comments of that video. Yeah, when they just did that one clip because it's just it just shows you the microcosm of what we live in now. <laughs> people totally taking things the wrong way. Like uh-huh. I'm a Nazi to some people. I'm a, I'm a lefty hippie to other people, yeah. <laughs> and then they start fighting with each other. Yeah, and there's yeah. nothing by like. Halfway through the comments or whatever, there's nothing about me anymore. There's nothing. It's nothing about that video. And they're just fighting with each Man. other. And, and then, then there'll be a comment, I thought it was funny. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I feel that's like that's a sweet spot. That's where we're at. Yeah. It's the healing nature of comedy right there <laughs> in action. 
I haven't looked, but do you get a lot of let's go Brandons in the comments? You know, I didn't take advantage of any of that. I'm so mad at myself when that was going on. I should have been all over social media thanking everyone for their support (laughs) and all that. And I'm I'm still mad about that. I hope it comes back. It might come back. The election's coming up. (laughs) Well, the good thing is, yeah, you're exactly right. We're just don't learn anything. So we're just going to do that again. (laughs) Yeah. We're gonna so we're wow. gonna do those two again, huh? Let's run it back. Maybe we'll go back <laughs> yeah, this time. Remember how great it went the last? Yeah, let's do that again. <laughs> if it ain't broke, I've or been doing a bit about it, but the, I mean, there's literally millions of people to choose from. <laughs> there are millions of Americans over the age of 35 years old, and we're gonna do it again. We're gonna do the exact same thing again. Back to the, the two good most old complained days. about people. For the last eight years, has been those two, and we're gonna do it again. It's awesome, awesome. Do you think part of it is the people that want to be president? There's something wrong with them. That's yeah. kind of what I think. So I'm like, yeah. I would not want to be president. I agree with that. To think, yeah, to look at the world and everything that's going bad, and think, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Let's get, let's get me in there. <laughs> me is what this place needs. Yeah. Me. <laughs> <laughs> presidents are definitely telling their Uber drivers they're presidents. That's for sure. For sure. They're not hiding for that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if if you could possibly get in that situation, I would love that. You're, you're an Uber driver, just grinding and making content at the gym on the side and <laughs> pick up the president of the United States. But you don't care because you're a Gen Z Uber driver. Yeah. You know, it's funny you said that. I, we went, uh, I went to a Dodgers game just this past summer and now that's just dawned on me our uber driver told us all about uh, all the artists he's toured with being like uh he plays guitar or something but in my head i'm like it's cool but also it's like are they do they not get paid at all for yeah it? that's the thing they tell you all these cool things but you're like yeah. <laughs> so well, what happened you... <laughs> you... yeah is there a falling out or... you're doing this because you love it yeah you just love driving <laughs> i just love driving strangers around Especially comedians. So we're really good Do you tell it. people you're a comedian when you're out? Uh, I now that I have your live insurance, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> but I will sometimes. I don't know. I never. I never like offer it myself. But if they're asking, "What are you in town for?" Oh, yeah, I'm doing I just a show over here. Yeah, maybe because I usually need more people to go to the show. So I made, a, <laughs> I made it. I say I had a uh, little thing removed here. If you know if you can see the scar. It's not from gang warfare or anything. Oh, yeah, like yeah, that, that was an Oklahoma bar yeah, fight. It's not from slinging. <laughs> uh, I had a had to get a cancer thing removed, and uh, as he had my face cut open, they cut up, it was disgusting. And uh, he found out I was a comedian while I was while he had my face open <laughs> under the knife. So I had to hear. So for the next, he did, took like an hour, and they kept having to cut more out. Which is, I'm trying to get over that. That what's going on to my face. And you were awake during this. It's, yeah, they just numb it up, but it's oh. like you can see him digging into your face, pulling and he's stuff laughing out, and, and, and like, shaking his and, head. And he's like, oh, and he started talking to me about com- com- comedians that he liked. And I didn't like any of them. That he liked. <laughs> so I'm just having to be but I'm not going to just like, no, they suck. But I'm just like, yeah, okay. Could you just focus? <laughs> be done cutting my face. <laughs> my go to when people bring up comedians I'm not fans of, I'll go, oh, yeah, they're huge. Yeah, like, that's, yeah, that guy's, yeah, people, people like people them. People love them. People love them. <laughs> well, and the doctor told me, 
uh, he asked me who some of my favorite comics were, and I mentioned Bill Burr, and he didn't know who Bill. He never heard of Bill Burr, so I was like, "Oh, we got it." <laughs> <laughs> got a real now. I don't like fan. the guy who's cutting my face off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a nasty cycle we got going. <laughs> Do you ever get uh, either of you someone saying, "Oh, I love your comedy," and then they tell you some of the other people they like, and you're like, "How am I in this mix?" <laughs> Oddballs, yeah. <laughs> or like, or you remind me of this person, and it's not even close to what you're going for. Does that I, ever happen? Yeah, I just get the any comedian that's kind of fat and bald. <laughs> I remind people of that. It's not yeah, really yeah. about the content. It's yeah. like, ah, oh, you're real Jim Gaffigan, aren't you? I'll, I'll take that. That's a great compliment. But I think it's more about my appearance than my jokes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. How about you, Brandon? You get a good example of that kind of thing, though. Is I used to do commercial auditions in LA all the time and that's very humbling because <laughs> you go to these auditions where they put you in these groups how they see you yeah so you get to walk into this huge room where there's all these <laughs> different auditions going on with all these groups of people that all look alike you're like oh man which one <laughs> which one am I seen as <laughs> it's been a couple of very humbling experiences oh that's my type yeah. nice <laughs> oh great great can we get a sad guy? Sad guy over here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had someone describe me the other day. They were like, oh, you to someone else. Oh, you know Taylor. And like, oh, Taylor who? And he's like, oh, Taylor, he's like, <laughs> and and she And she knew right away who he was talking about. That's a great about. description of you. And then, and then she told me about it. I would add sunken eyes to the list. And then <laughs> I would those. know exactly. <laughs> In there, I do have those. You, do you have those? Born with them. Yeah, my eight-year-old son got bags under. Like, oh man, my son looks high all the time. Down yeah. By life. yeah, man. No, I don't know. Is it? Will it get better or worse? No, it's gonna get way worse. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, yours look pretty good. Yeah, yours don't look. Oh bad no, they're terrible. They're gonna get bad. Like it's just like you can see the eye moving. Now you you do have the you have the bags, but not as recessed as I feel like yeah, my I've eyes had are. Since I was in high school. Yeah. Since day one. The thing is, you have more like you have a tan and a color in your face. You, the fact that you're so ghostly pale, it really makes it it's going to be hard to get a tan around here. <laughs> no, but you you pull off being ghostly pale. Yeah, which is well, awesome. that's just part of the redhead thing. It, it works for I, you. There's nothing else. It's either Dang. bright red or maybe I'll dye white. my hair bright red. That, that might help. Good. I do have a little bit of red in my beard. You could you know pull that? off being a redhead guy. Okay, we'll try it. All right. Try it. I feel like you challenged me just now. It might be weird if we're both redheaded <laughs> hosts, though. What's going on in this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Over here? Yeah. Why <laughs> I saw a clip from uh, this podcast with Shane. Oh, huh? And uh, I'm a Mountain Dew guy. Oh, here we go. I'm a definite Mountain Dew. I recently got, when I saw that, I started laughing because I recently got back into the Dew. <laughs> I'd taken like, many years away from the Dew, and I'm back in 100%. You're 100%. And I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, when we go to a dinner party or something, which I hope we never have to, but if we do, <laughs> everyone takes the wine and everything, and I have this dream of taking a two-liter of Mountain Dew <laughs> to an L.A. dinner party <laughs> and just watch the reaction. I think it would be great. Yeah, that's cool. I saw that podcast. I was like, and then he said something about you have a hillbilly in your family. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> My mom's from Arkansas. That's amazing. Yeah, Shane's really the Mountain Dew whisperer. He got a lot of most comments where people are like, that's spot on. What's the type of person I am? The dude's great. Do you have any do opinions of best do? Just normal do. Classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic do. Yeah, he's got a chemical feel to it. It's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. So I like the zero sugar. Chicken even. chalupa. From Taco Bell and a Mountain Dew, <laughs> I'm in. 
I mean, yeah, every man. time. How long were you off the Dew for? Years. Like 20 years. <laughs> I was like, adults don't drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> and then I had that original, and I saw original sugar. I was like, I got I'm a sugar fiend, by the way. Yeah. So I, I haven't looked back. It's been a good couple years now. I'm back on the Dew. You look healthy. Mm-hmm. You look great. Back on the Dew. You, do, you mentioned that in your special that you're a sugar guy. What's your go to sugary treat? Lucky Charms. <laughs> oh, that's good. Any time of day. Yeah, I was. I'd buy those when I didn't have the kid, and I'd be like, "These kids, huh?" <laughs> 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 okay, in LA, everyone's like they're getting. I look at everyone's groceries, watching people again being creepy, and it's all like healthy. It's all very healthy stuff, and then mine's like Mountain Dew, <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream, <laughs> Lucky Charms, Lucky Charms, Whoops All Mallow. i hope that's a thing we're having a conversation with some friends about our five favorite things that exist that aren't like your family or whatever not the boring stuff but like (laughs) the everyday things 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 that matter (laughs) (laughs) uh and mountain dew is on there for me is one and uh but you know what number one was for me i just realized what the bread at texas roadhouse oh the rolls it's so good dude Uh That honey butter they give you too, man. I'm going tomorrow because I already found out where one is close to the. Yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah, what I do on the road now. That's how I plan tours. <laughs> <laughs> through, there's got to be a Texas Roadhouse within 20 minutes. Man, <laughs> it's the best. I think about them all the time. You got that's the blooming onion there. You ever get the blooming onion? No, that's Outback. That's, 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 oh. that's my oh, old favorite dude, spot. Get out of here. Yeah. It's his favorite spot. Old favorite right? spot. <laughs> old favorite spot. No, do they Texas not have Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse? In no, no. The closest one is two hours away with traffic. But you still make that trip occasionally, huh? I would. <laughs> I would definitely. I've asked my wife and kid to go with me a few times, and they're like, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard from my going. They don't have Mountain Dew there, though, do they? I don't think so. No, I think they're Coke products. See, I wish there was Mountain Dew was more universal across yeah, the country. It's hard to find. It's only Taco Bell's really you can get mm-hmm. Mountain Dew. And get your lupus too, though. <laughs> Taco Bell's amazing. I was I lived in Texas for a little bit, and there was a Texas Roadhouse there. And it was before I knew. I thought it was a Texas just, spot, yeah. and I told I even told my family like I had this place called Texas Roadhouse. It was so good. And then they were actively putting in a Texas Roadhouse down the street. Yeah, they're literally everywhere house. except there. It's my favorite place <laughs> with my favorite item, and they have them literally everywhere except where I live. That's so messed up. Hey, okay. You're sacrificing for your art. That's why I do comedy, so I can go to <laughs> Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> Why'd you get into this? Bread? <laughs> yeah. Money? No, no. No. Actual bread. <laughs> and, that, and that honey butter. That honey butter. Yeah. How are the... Yeah. I could talk about those rolls for a while, to be honest. I'm going tomorrow. It got, it got me over my... Uh, I used to... When I'd be on the road, I was too self-conscious to eat by myself in a sit-down restaurant. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'd go to a fast food place, but... I wouldn't go to the movies by myself. I wouldn't go to a sit-down restaurant by myself. Because of Texas Roadhouse, I don't care anymore. Because you're kind of transported away from I talk from to myself now. I don't even care. <laughs> you talk to That's the how rolls. brave Texas Roadhouse has made me. Yeah, I talk to the bread. <laughs> how are you today? I missed you so much. <laughs> well, it's been too long, hasn't it? <laughs> were the other, you see there are five things. Were there any other food items in your top five? My five air conditioning. Oh, that's a good one. Uh Air travel, yeah. Although you know it can be bad experiences, but it's just incredible that you can get to the other side of the country yeah. in six, yeah. five and a half hours. It yeah. just still blows my mind. Yeah, and Mountain Dew, Lucky Charms, and that's a sad list, man. 
list. <laughs> it is, but you know what? Good thing about my list is very obtainable. Yeah, exactly. Very yeah. obtainable yeah, happiness. All. Yeah, I don't need to go to any expedition or anything to get to what don't I want. Don't need to go to Nepal. Don't need to climb Mount Everest. Yep. I was on a cruise when COVID hit. Oh, and my no. wife was talking to her at one of those stops. And uh, she's like, I was like, you got to go to the grocery store. You gotta get. She's like freaking out because it was chaos in L.A. And <laughs> I was like, get all the Lucky Charms they have. <laughs> she's like, we got to get bread. We got to get meat. She's putting all these important things. And I was like, get Lucky Charms and milk or we're going to have a problem. <laughs> did she come through? Yeah, she did. God. She did. Damn, we're man. still married. <laughs> That, yeah, that's the kind of food preparation I could get behind. So good. Yeah. No. Just the, got me thinking about Lucky Charms on a podcast. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so when you go out of town, it must be Texas Roadhouse, your own personal box of Lucky Charms you polish off on a weekend. I can't, well, you know, this is weird, but I can't eat cereal anywhere but my house. Why is that? I don't like using spoons, other people's spoons. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It just feels weird to me, even if I know it's clean. Even if you bought some plastic spoons. Move. Then you're just a psychopath. He's <laughs> <laughs> just sitting if in a hotel room. A little, like, hotel room. Box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that with Texas Roadhouse Rolls. I would get them to go, and oh, I would yeah. sit in my hotel room by my. St- this is the saddest podcast you've ever done. <laughs> Guarantee it. No, this is so great. Uh, Why well, are the saddest things sometimes the happiest we ever make are. me happy? But <laughs> how many refills of baskets do you do before? My my record six. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Are you eating anything after that? or I try. But, but it's not the not priority. Six. I think it was five. I don't want to be honest on the podcast. <laughs> I went for six one time. I didn't get there. That's what it was. Have you ever been empty but, and you're done eating and you say, can I get a refill to go of the rolls? You ever do that? Yeah. 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 yeah I, uh, but they always say room. the meal I get always comes with two sides at the Texas Roadhouse, but I only want the baked potato. I don't want any of that other stuff. Uh, and I tell them, oh, you just keep that. So I don't even want that. And it just blows their mind. I'm like, you don't want anything? Like, and I go, I want more of these. Keep these coming. <laughs> and they give me a wink, and we're off, we're off to the races. Wow, man. Doesn't take much to be happy, guys. <laughs> yeah. People are overthinking this, this whole thing, this whole life. I, you think it's sad, but I feel inspired right now that life's going to be okay as long as I just have. Yeah, yeah. Happy people cereal. eating at Texas Roadhouse. Do you drink the milk after uh, Lucky Charms? Do you like mm-hmm. the kind of marshmallowy milk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. That's another reason I can't. I don't want to drink out of people's bowls and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, they sell those marshmallows on their own some places. Have you ever thought about ordering those? Are you like the balance between the well, one cereal time, and the I talked balance. about this in the special, but I remember. they combined Frosted Flakes with Lucky Charms. Oh, yeah. And I just went into shock for like <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> And so I, I made my own with Frosted Flakes, and I bought. They sell just the marshmallows, and, yeah. But I overdid it. It was too. It was too much. <laughs> that seems like a little bit too much for me because I think the. I mean, even the little bites are sugary of Lucky Charms, but it seems to cut the sugar content of the marshmallow when you have the Lucky Charm. What would you call the other things that are in there? The morsels, the stupid part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the stupid <laughs> stuff you got to get through. <laughs> Bland shapes. <laughs> Man, well, we hope that the rest of your stay in Utah is filled with all these delights and pleasures. Yeah, I saw there's a Zaxby's. How do you say it? Zaxby's. 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 Now, hey, do you like Zaxby's or you haven't had it before? Yeah, Zaxby's pretty solid. It's good. Not in LA either. 
That's lame. It's very lame. You think I like burger? You lived in Texas. Yeah, water burger. It's not around here either. I think that's only Texas, maybe New Mexico. So you guys had an in and out. In and out's been here a little bit. That's good. Yeah, in and out's mm-hmm. solid. Uh, maybe we can give you we'll give you some more recommendations of where you can hit up if you have. He seems pretty set in his ways. Yeah, I'm pretty wants. pretty booked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to pretty booked. Yeah, exactly. His schedule's full. There's it's a road there's road a Rhode Island road. roadhouse nearby that's just. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Each, can imagine if each, each state had their ro- roadhouse. Which state would have the saddest roadhouse? Ooh. South Dakota roadhouse? Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Mexico roadhouse. I'm always the saddest when I go to New Mexico. <laughs> Main roadhouse. No offense. <laughs> I need people from New Mexico, because you know the tagline is land of enchantment. They would say, yeah, it's really the land of entrapment out here. When I drove to L.A. in a U-Haul, it would only go 55 miles an hour. I was towing my car behind it. It had no CD, no... This is well before right. phones. So uh, I had to go all across New Mexico, however long that took, with no sound at all, going 55 miles an hour in this truck, moving to Los Angeles from Oklahoma. Just All that time to think about what you were actually doing. <laughs> That's heavy. And I didn't even discover Texas Roadhouse yet. <laughs> yeah, nothing to look forward so to. So I had nothing. No happiness anywhere in the front of me. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, Brandon, it looks like we're about out of time here. Is there anything you want to plug before we, we get out of here for the day? Website, brandonvestel.com. Okay. There's lots of blogs about Lucky Charms. <laughs> <laughs> and other manly things. And rolls. <laughs> and, rolls. <laughs> and other sugary All treats. All things that make you happy. <sighs> well, thanks for being here, man. Yeah, thanks so for fun. having me. Thanks for listening to the Drive Our Comedy Podcast. We'll be back next week with another great guest. Thanks for being here, Brandon. Thank you. Thanks, Brandon. See you guys. <laughs>